So the question was, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you as a parent? And my mind reels because there are so many. But one thing that came to mind uh, pretty quickly was I had uh, a colleague over for lunch one time. My wife was out of town. I'm doing the Mr. Dad thing. I got five kids here at the house, and I invite this single friend over. And one of my daughters decides to do a John Fuller, and that is ask questions of our guest. And so out of the blue... Uh, my dear Allie says, what color are your nose hairs? And I just thought this is not kind of the conversational style I I taught you about. I mean, you could ask questions, but that's kind of a personal question. How is he supposed to know anyway? And why why would you ask that? I had to do some real quick thinking and then just laugh it off and move on. It wasn't like as embarrassing as kids melting down in public, which I've had, or kids stealing things, which I've had or other things, but that's the first thing that popped into mind. Danny, as I'm talking, and this is John Fuller along with Dr. Danny Huerta, as I'm talking, you've been embarrassed as a dad, maybe when they were younger, maybe when they were older. Uh, what came to mind in one of the first, as there one of the first moments, things? Uh, the one that came to mind uh, somewhat vividly uh, right now is when we were at the grocery store, the classic grocery store story. It was one of the first ones that... Uh, I was on with my two kids, and my wife couldn't go there. And I said, Man, I've got this. No big deal. No big deal. I got it. And so, so I'm going in, uh, grocery cart and all, and uh, my son started to have a meltdown. My daughter was tired, and she was melting down, too. It was two-on-one, and uh, people were looking. They, they looked over at me. Maybe they felt sorry. Maybe they felt annoyed. I don't know what they were feeling. I just remember— What were you feeling? That, yeah, I was feeling pretty embarrassed yeah. at, the, at the time. And uh, a little helpless, not knowing what to do with all these emotions just mm. spilling out. And yeah. so I yeah, totally empathize with parents that face that classic grocery store moment yeah. where the child or children are melting down. And uh, it ended up... Uh, Pretty well. We went to the parking lot. I said, you know, maybe this is just not the best time to go grocery shopping. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, I'll start uh, grocery shopping at 9 o'clock after the children are in bed. Was, yeah. yeah, But uh, it, was, it was a short trip yeah. Uh, yeah. that day. I would just think of so many times in public places where it's like, oh, you're kidding me. Well, there was the time when one of the boys decided that he doesn't need a porta potty or anything because, you know, there's the playground. It works. And that was a little awkward. But just all these things that happened <laughs> yes. to us. And we should be laughing about some of these, even though they're painful at the moment. Uh, we're going to return now to a conversation with Courtney Ellis, who spoke with Focus President Jim Daly. You had an experience with uh, your washer breaking down. Uh, I, I think you said it was a very vulnerable moment when a friend said, I'll do your laundry. What happened and why was that so vulnerable? It was this perfect storm. We had a new baby. We had a two or three week old baby. Our washing machine broke and my husband Daryl had just had knee surgery. And so he was immobilized and we had so much laundry and nowhere to do it. So a friend called and said, I'm going to come over. I'm going to take your laundry to my house. I'll do it all for you. And I said, that would be great. And then I got off the phone and realized, oh my goodness, our laundry is I don't, there are things in our laundry I don't want her to see. And so I started pulling out all of my unmentionables. And, yes. and my Delicates. husband said, yes, my husband said, we, we need those washed too. And I said, oh, I'm not pulling out yours. I'm only pulling out mine. And so I got all the laundry ready for her. And she came and she picked up all these laundry baskets. And it's pretty intimate to do someone's laundry, right? If that's you think their, about that's it. their life. Sure. That's their, the food stains and everything else. And she was taking the last basket to the car. And then she looked 
down the hallway into our bedroom and she said, I see one more basket of laundry. And she picked that one up and she carried that to the car. And now she had an entire basket full of only my unmentionables. And I thought I would die. And it was this lesson to me of, of humility. God's <laughs> humility and of God's presence to us in the really bodily intimate mm. things that this dear Christian friend who did not have time to do laundry in addition to her own laundry was giving of her time, her talent, her hauling of laundry, and that God loves us even in those most embarrassing places, and this mm. friend did too. Yeah, you said in the book, you really, in terms of um, receiving something in those times of listening prayer, it, there wasn't anything earth-shattering in that regard. But you did sense God's presence in that holy silence. Describe that again, that it was a victory, that it wasn't wasted time. Yeah, it was an opportunity to just let myself be loved. and. You know, the trick with listening prayer is if we hear something, we need to test it against scripture and, and wise people in the faith. It's not, well, God told me, so I'm doing this this thing that's totally off the rails. Don't do that. Um, but I, I think I expected to hear something really earth shattering from God. In times of listening prayer earlier in my life, I've heard, you know, I've sensed, okay, it's time for a career shift or it's time for a move or you need to have this hard conversation with this friend. But during this season, I think God knew I was so exhausted that what I needed more than anything was the encouragement of just knowing God was near. So I'd fold little tiny shirts and I'd pray for my son, Wilson, and I'd say, God, you know, please bless Wilson, be with him. And I'd hear from God, I love Wilson and I love you and I'm here. Um, and yeah. what a powerful reminder. And Man, I could sense it in what you're saying. Right. I think there's not a mother out there who doesn't need to hear that and yeah. to be reminded that at the end of the day, the work is the Lord's. At the end of the day, even the laundry is the Lord's and that God sees you in all that you do. Well, Danny, what Courtney said about uh, sensing God's love in the moment, that's so powerful. And um, those exhausting moments as a parent, you know, there are, there are times God leaks in or overwhelms us with his presence. Have you had a moment like that or two or three? Well, it is so common that we've experienced that exhaustion. I mean, stress is a given as a, as a parent, as a human being. And exhaustion comes in pockets, right? Sometimes we feel energized, and then sometimes it's just pure tiredness and exhaustion, not knowing uh, how you're going to get through the day, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, I think back to a few of those moments, several of the moments, where I felt very, very tired and exhausted. And I still remember a time when my daughter taught me a lesson, right? She said, Dad, can we have, and I've mentioned this on the show before, 60 seconds. Can I have 60 seconds, Dad, with you? And she asked me in those 60 seconds to just hold her for 60 seconds and just rest with her. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, that was a powerful moment for me and my daughter, but it was a great reminder for me of what I've got with my Heavenly Father. And I've had those moments now that I've used that. Hey, Lord, can I have 60 seconds? He knows what I'm talking yeah. about. And I just want to be embraced. I want to be held. I want to, I want to be energized by his presence. And I, and I sense that. That's just something that in my parenting I felt as a very personal touch with my daughter. And I feel that now as a personal touch with my Heavenly Father when I'm feeling the exhaustion. And I've had moments where I go, Lord, please help me today. I mean, I, I have no energy for what you're going to have me do today. So I need that, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I just trust that God is going to give me what I need. Uh, for the day and for the next day, mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes it's 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 a bit tiring to get through through that day. So just know that 
There's a new day coming each time, and if you do need rest, don't be afraid to ask for some space. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can be boundaryless in our lives, trying to make every single person happy. We don't need to do that. Uh, We need to be healthy as we show up in our home. And so something for me that's been helpful is to take inventory. Why am I exhausted? Am I investing my time in the right places? So hopefully it's an encouragement to you to look at where you're investing your time. And maybe that'll be energizing to you to be able to say no to certain things that you need to say no to. Yeah, yeah. I've taken lately to uh, this mindset of look for the win and make sure I catalog it. In other words... um, it's not always a felt win at the moment. I, I went to bed not too long ago, and I was really just stressing out. I had mm-hmm. so much on my mind. I couldn't go to sleep. And the next morning, I woke up, and I realized that's how one of my kids feels all the time. Mm-hmm. They've got a real struggle with anxiety. And I'm sure that every night is like that. And I just thought, first, thank you, Lord, that that's not a very typical thing for me. And second, wow. What compassion I have, renewed compassion for my child in that struggle with anxiety. I've got to write that down. God, Mm, I feel God showed up and showed me. It was not like I got out of the tough spot. Mm -hmm. It was in the tough spot. He showed me the wind, which is uh, a renewed heart for my child. So catalog those things, then go back and, and look at those gratitude moments and those learning moments. And, uh, and why don't you let us know uh, how that works for you. Uh, send us a note or leave a comment uh, at your podcast app about how you're finding gratitude. And John, I'm thinking about the, the parents that are energized. Maybe you have plenty of energy, but you see an exhausted parent. Encouraging words can go a long way with that exhausted parent. Are you just listening to them? Or helping them out with something. I know my in-laws, my parents, early on when we were first-time parents— Oh my goodness, we were exhausted, oh, sure. and they came and helped, and that that helped tremendously in getting that energy back for our parenting. Yeah, if you're not in that exhausting state of parenting, yeah. somebody around you is. <laughs> uh, open the eyes and and open your heart and be available for them. Well, we've covered a lot today, and uh, let me just dial into the resource that we really want to uh, point you to, which is Courtney Ellis's really wonderful book, Almost Holy Mama. Uh, I think you've heard in the clip from Courtney that she is really dialed into pursuing God, and uh, she learns a lot uh, along the way in a messy life, and she sees God a lot. So um, you'll be encouraged in your spiritual walk and in your parenting journey when you get a copy of this book. We're making it available for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, help us help parents around the world and support marriages. And uh, uh, there's so much more that we do. Your donation means a great deal to us. And uh, we'll say thank you for being a part of the support team uh, when you contribute either a monthly pledge or one time gift of any amount by sending Almost Holy Mama to you. All the details to donate and to get a copy of that book are in the show notes. We're also going to link over in the notes to a free article called Five Spiritual Disciplines to Strengthen Your Faith. And uh, that's going to encourage you to recognize God's work in your life, even if you're in the midst of a really busy season with the kids. Next time, we'll hear from Julie Hornock, uh, a very honest conversation about when she asked God some difficult questions about her daughter who has special needs. Uh, For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.
As a parent, it's easy to find myself sitting backseat to my kids, in the backseat. It's tough to be a step ahead. In full honesty, I'm pretty hard on myself when that happens. But I've found Practice Makes Parent, a podcast from Focus on the Family, hosted by Dr. Danny Huerta and Rebecca St. James. It helps me be more intentional and not feel alone when things get tough. Everything they share is practical and well-practiced, and I can use it right away. Listen to Practice Makes Parent wherever you get your podcasts.